It's not this, it's time. The Tank and G show, yeah, you know what they do. We talk about sports and today we're back on that mental health. Let's go. What's up, my beautiful people? Once again, the Tank and G show. I'm your boy Gio. It's your boy Tank and what it do. And we got, you know, we got a special guest today. Let's introduce him. Uh, Daniel, go ahead. What's going on, fellas? Um, pleasure to be here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a big, uh, big fan of you guys' uh, podcast. I definitely watched, uh, you know, every episode. As soon as uh, Hyman told me about it, I'm like, I got to watch it, man. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here for sure. Thank you guys for having me. No, pleasure is ours. And just uh, so what, what drew, I mean, uh, what drew you to the podcast, the sports side? Or because I know usually we just talk sports, yeah. but <laughs> well, well what's, yeah. what's something that, you know, that, you know, that you like we're drawn to or just supporting the homies. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, supporting the homies, you know, like, of course, you know, Jaime, Jaime and I are friends. So, so definitely wanted to support that. And then just like you guys talking about sports and whatnot, you know, I'm, I'm for sure a sports fan. Gotta love the Niners. You know what I mean? Gotta love uh, the Bay area sports. So warriors, giants, all about it. You know what I mean? So the fact that you guys talk about it, you know, just kind of drew me into it. So it's a good, uh, good time killer. Yeah, definitely. No, no, yeah, I mean, you know, we we talk a lot about the Niners, soccer, MMA. Uh, I've mentioned before, you know, I'm not really into basketball, but you know, I guess how the Warriors doing. You know, I know they're they're doing better than last year. I know, and I know Clay's back, but you know, give us a little since you're. I guess, are you a big Warriors fan? Like, is is that? I, I am. Yeah, man, I've been following them. They've they've been playing pretty good. Uh, as of late, they've been kind of slumping with their defense and their turnovers but for the most part they've, they've been solid you know they hang in there and they 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 pull out w so so all that matters actually right now we're I'll, i'd be watching if i wasn't with you guys so is they're about to kick off with the uh with the nuggets so uh but yeah man it's 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 been a great run uh so far you know definitely living up to their expectations if not even more so it's been great to watch them, you know, I'm, I'm a big, uh, big fan of, of Steph. So anytime I can watch and I'm, I'm going to watch it, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. I, f- I feel that. I mean, I've seen Jaime, you've gone out to a couple of games. I've seen that. Yeah, bro. It's cause, uh, my girl and I, we usually just take the train up there, hit up spark social, get a little tipsy and then head to the <laughs> game. And, uh, yeah, it, the stadium, bro, is fucking clean. Like any, any, anywhere you sit, it's a good, it's a good view. Like mm-hmm. it's smaller than Oracle. And, uh, I don't know, bro. It's just, it's, it's super nice, super, super nice and super easy to get there. It's good vibes, man. It's, it's, it's really nice outside too. Um, you got that big ass screen. We could just chill and just yep. kind of vibe there. What I like about, um, I was going to call it Oracle chase is that, um, all the restaurants, all the booths that they have there, all the food, it's all local Bay Area restaurants that, you know, just essentially just park their their uh, their vendors and then they just sell, sell food out of there. It's not like your normal, like, hot dog and, like, pizza here and there. It's just, like, they actually have solid food there. So that's what I like about them, about Chase. Well, yeah, when I went, my boy, he invited me, like, two years ago before COVID, I just remember like all the good ass food that they, they had like they have like different kinds of food, not just you know your regular burgers, hot dogs. They got like yep. 
lumpia. They got like, like yeah, that's why I Tamales. like. Yeah, 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 they got all that. Yeah, and then yeah, like you guys said, the stadium's cool. But yeah, just to start off, you know, as we always start off with the show, you know, Jaime, Daniel, how was your guys' week? Uh, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, my my week was cool. Uh, I was telling you before Daniel hopped on. Um, I was able to play the the semifinals uh, against the team that I got my nose busted up. <laughs> um, and no, I you know I wasn't looking to get them back or anything. I was like, I let karma do its thing, cause you know shit. I was like, whatever. But we tied. But since we were in a better position, we ended up passing to the final final this Friday. Uh, it's this Sunday at four p.m. at Kelly. If y'all, any of y'all want to slide, uh, it's gonna be bragging. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's just work and kicking it with my dog and my girl. And that's it. How about you guys? That's bold of you, bro. Did uh, to get back on the field, man. Not, uh, you know, I lied to you, bro. Like, bef- I was thinking about it, like th- up to the day of. I was like, oh fuck, what that? What like, what if I get hurt again? And then like, I wouldn't like my heart would just start going boom, 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 and I'm just like, oh shit, this is that anxiety shit that everybody talks about. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, me, I was like, ah, nah, I got it. Like, just sack up, bro. You're good. And, yeah. did, uh, <laughs> did did the homeboy apologize or anything? Did they nah, acknowledge you and nah, say anything about nah. it? That for he's one of those, like, hood, like, hard-headed guys that just, like, you know, doesn't give a fuck. You fly tackle him at least? Nah, he, he, he <laughs> only came to my side once the whole game. He knew. Yeah, he knew. He knew. But I, I, but in my head, I was like, it's a, it's a semifinal. I'm not trying to get carded, like a red card. You know, I don't want to put my team down. That's just sad. Yeah. Maybe the younger Jaime would. He wouldn't care. Oh, yeah, the younger Jaime. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I would have, yeah, taken him out. <laughs> um, My week my week was pretty good. It's been going good so far, just focusing on work. Um, You know, now that Super Bowl's gone or football's gone, it's just you got to find the next uh, next sport to follow, which is – Right now the dub, so just been focusing on that. I'm a I'm a big sports person, so whatever sports on, man, I'm watching it. I've been trying to catch on some uh, some Winter Olympics, but it's not really. Yeah, it's not. I'm not really feeling the vibe, man. It's yeah. just like I don't really, you know, I don't really, I don't really know what's going on. I don't really know who who's who's performing out there, so can't really follow it as much. Yeah, and besides like the uh, like snowboarding, everything else, there's some sports. In the in the Olympics, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like yeah. they're, they're skiing, and then out of nowhere, they're shooting something, and then they keep on skiing. I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is this? I've never heard of this. Yeah, cross country ski or something like that. Yeah. Then they got the one where, like, they, it looks like they have brooms, right? And oh, they like sweep and get yeah. the whatever that is. And the tar- curling, curling, yeah, yeah. And is hockey? Isn't hockey a a sport too? Yeah, or- yeah. I feel like that's the I feel like that's the only team sport out there i mean they have like what they call is like bobsled it's like yeah, yeah. Down, like yeah, like, a, like a go-kart if you will and then like they push it and they they all like jump in there's that there's just like a hell of different ones just like i don't but i don't really get the point of it you know yeah no yeah i mean no i mean for me i mean i'm, I'm football year round like i mean there's a bunch of news always so i'm that's all i watch yeah about uh, Champions League, you know, we had a couple games this weekend. I mean, this week. Um, so I'm make I'm excited for Chelsea next week. They play. They they just won the World Cup too, uh, the club. So that's one we have never won. So that that was a good one for us. Yep. 
But my week, same like you guys, just keeping busy, work, hanging out with my girl. Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, I, yeah, I just chill at home. <laughs> I just chill. I don't do crazy stuff no more. It's cheaper too. <laughs> Definitely cheaper, bro. For sure. But yeah, I mean that that that's that's where the week's been for me. I mean, uh, yeah. But just to start off, I mean, you know, we had a episode, the first season. I guess we're calling that about mental health, mostly about you know what I go through, you know, and we opened up a little bit about it when me and Jaime came back. I shared a couple of things about me, um, something that I struggle with every day. You know, I try to manage it. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's tough some days, but, you know, I keep pushing through. But, you know, today is Daniel's day. And, you know, if you're ready, you know, you can start sharing, you know, what you go through, whatever you want to share your story, you know. Yeah, most definitely, man. Thank you again for you guys for having me on and and. I definitely uh, see mental health as as a major issue. You know, um, we definitely got to focus on that as an individual, um, you know, focus where you're at mentally and, and always just be aware of, of what's happening, um, you know, with your mental health, because it really it really goes a long way. Um, so part of the reason why I wanted to be out here is, and is to kind of share my story is, um, you know, through throughout my childhood, I, I experienced a lot of a lot of difficulties and and, and you know, a lot of childhood trauma, essentially, you know, that till this day, you know, it still kind of haunts me and, and kind of, you know, I still go through it. And, and now that I'm, you know, I'm older, I'm kind of starting to learn how to live with it and kind of, you know, deal with it in a way. Um, but so I do, I do want to kind of tell like my story of what I went through, uh, just so I can not, not to kind of, I, I, to share my story as far as like, I don't, I don't want any sympathy or any, any for you guys to feel bad or anything like that. It's just more of like, Hey, I've been through this and you know, uh, we can overcome it, you know, like, uh, so, you know, I started off with, um, you know, of course I was, I grew up in San Mateo, right. Um, in San Mateo at the age of seven, you know, normal day, whatever summer break, you know, I, I, I have my sister. So I have, I have an older sister at the time and a younger sister. So my older sister's three years, three years older than my, than me. And then my younger sister is, is four years younger. So, you know, we get picked up thinking, you know, we're going to go to my aunt, my aunt's house, it's a normal day, whatever. Okay. It's early in the morning, think nothing of it. We're at our, at my aunt's house for like a good, you know, a couple hours. Then we go back home. When I go back home, I see a bunch of different cars of my uncles and, and my aunts. It's just like, hey, what the hell's going on? You know, it's like a, it's a normal Tuesday, but yet you got hella people like we're about to throw a party or something. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on? So I walk in the house and I'm like, all right, cool. What's happening? Uh, I start getting that gut feeling, you know, that gut feeling. It's like something, something, something weird is happening right now. Uh, walk into a room and then it's just my mom. I just see everybody, you know, of course I walk through everybody. Everybody's just there just being held sad. Like what the hell's going on? So my mom was like, Hey, you know, you kids sit down. I got something to tell you. She's like crying, you know, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Come to find out my pops passed. What? Like I just saw him last night. You know what I mean? Like what's, what, what just happened? Turns out, you know, he had a heart attack overnight from suffering from high blood pressure um, so, you know, so that happens, you know, we do the funeral and all that stuff. Um, 
we end up moving to Hayward uh, from, from living in Hayward, maybe about a year later or so, less than a year later, my mom meets someone else. Right. And at that point, I'm still grieving. My sisters are still grieving. We don't want nobody else in the picture. You know what I mean? Cause we still, we we're still missing dad. Um, so at that point we're like, Hey, what's the point? Like, why do you, but we weren't thinking, you know what I mean? Cause we're kids at that point. We're just like, Hey, we're being selfish. You know what I mean? Um, so my mom's like, you know what? I, I, I gotta live, I gotta live life. You know, I gotta, I gotta have a partner in my life. Yada, yada. I'm like, all right, cool. You know? So we welcome a person in, into our life, you know? And, um, at that point, you know, you know, they start doing their thing and, and, you know, about a year or two later, you know, my younger brother, you know, is introduced to this world. They have a kid together. You know, we're all living life, whatever. Remind you, I have, uh, I have aunts and uncles that, you know, still live in San Mateo and, and, you know, they're part of my dad's side. And I like, you know, I, I enjoyed hanging out with them because I felt like that connection that was still there with, with them and, 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 and my pops, you know? So every, every year, one of my uncles and, and his two kids and his wife, you know, my cousins, we, they would drive up to, uh, to Mexico just as a, you know, family break and whatnot. And, you know, I would sometimes tag along with them. So one time I tag along with them, you know, come back, you know, we have our, you know, our fun time out there. We come back where, and I'm ready to go home. Right. Cause we come back here in San Mateo. And at the time, again, we're living in Hayward. So I'm ready to go home. Try to call my mom. She's not answering. I'm like, what the heck? Next thing you know, they get a hold of us. And my mom's like, hey, you can't come home right now because I'm somewhere where no one can know where I am. I'm like, what? What's going on? Mind you, I'm, at this point, I'm like 10, 11. Um, like, what's going on? She's like, you just can't come home. She's like, you're going to have to go to a police station. And then from there, a police is going to drive you to where I am. I'm like, what the hell? So that happens, right? I go to the police station. They drop me off. My, my uncle drops me off. I go to the police station. And then I got a detective driving me to where my mom is. Throughout the, throughout the drive, you know, the detective is explaining to me. He's like, hey, your mom was involved in a, in a domestic violence issue um, ordeal. And, and right now she's in protective custody with your siblings. Like, what's going on? Right. He's like, I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm going to have your mom explain to you what's happening. Okay. So I get to the hotel where they're at and I see my mom's just hands just like wrapped just, you know, cause she was, she was injured. Right. So she explains to me everything what happened. Um, apparently they got into it right. Where he ended up getting a kitchen knife and not in, and, and they were in, in the room arguing. Right. And eventually he ended up, you know, kind of, you know, being on top of her, you know, holding her wrist down and just slicing her wrist, mm-hmm. carving in, carving into them. Luckily at the, at the time, uh, his, my stepdad's, um, uncle or sorry, cousins were living with us. They're renting a room. So they uh, they heard all the commotion and all that stuff. They broke in and they separated it. Dude ends up, you know, running away, getting in the car and just bouncing. That's why, you know, my mom had to be in protective custody because he wasn't he wasn't in custody. 
So he was just out and about. They were, you know, they wanted to make sure that she was safe and my siblings were safe. Okay, whatever. You know, my mom recovers from that. Dude ends up getting arrested, you know, a few days later. Um, at that time, keep in mind, my, my, my younger brother, you know, who, who's also his son, probably about four or five months at the time. Um, my mom just didn't want to press charges, right? Dude wasn't a citizen, so he ended up getting, even though he didn't get charged with anything, he still got deported. Right. Throughout the whole time, my mom kept in contact, you know, maybe about a, six months later. He ends up back in the picture. Like, wow, you know, like he he almost, you know, took your life and you're letting him back in the picture. You know, she hit us with the again, I need somebody in my life. You know, I need uh, I need help. You know, I have you three and then I have, you know, this little baby here and that's his son, you know. I got to have him back in the picture. Um, mind you, my, my, my sister, my older sister at the time, she's probably about, she was a teenager, I would say about 13, 14. She's like, Hey, if you, if you let him back in, you know, back in inside the house, I'm leaving. She's like, where are you going to go? She's like, I don't know. And she starts calling like all my uncles and whatnot. She's like, Hey, can I come live with you? Yada, yada. She ends up leaving and going to live with my uncle for a few few months right okay years go by whatever at the same time i'm not like i'm not messing with dude because of what happened you know it's like we're living together whatever it's like i can't really like go anywhere else you know i gotta take care of mom um a few years go by my mom ends up having another kid with him at that point there it's it's five of us my two sisters my two younger brothers so Another another night, you know, normal day, whatever, go to school, after school, go to my boy's house, you know, hang out, play some N64, you know, watch watch movies, whatever. Five o'clock comes around, my sister picks me up, go home. When I come home, something fishy is going on, right? You get that gut feeling again. What's going on? They were arguing, but they weren't having a large, loud, you know, like loud mouth and whatnot. They were just like, you can, you can kind of feel the tension, right? So I don't know what came across his head, but he had this, this thought that my mom was out to get him. She was, she was calling people to come and get him to take his life. Yada. Cause apparently they had just gotten like a life insurance policy or some shit like that and 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 he thought that she was trying to cash out or some shit like that so you know arguments keep going back and forth at the time my older sister was dating a cholo so he was like oh so and so is like trying to get her and her friends and what yada to come get you know they've been circling around you know keep going back and forth whatever do leaves you know, throughout the day, comes back, you know, leaves for like half hour, comes back, same argument, leaves, comes back, same argument, calls, starts calling his parents from Mexico. He's like, hey, if you guys, you know, next time you guys see me, you may not see me alive. You're going to see me, you know, in a coffin, yada, yada, whatever. You know, this is going out from, for like, from five o'clock to like eight or so, right? Eight, eight, nine o'clock, you know, whatever, watching TV. I'm still listening in because I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping an eye out because of the history, right? Um, 
So, you know, getting ready to go to bed, whatever. Um, walking to my room. I hear uh I hear him, you know, at the same time go to the kitchen, think nothing of it. Whatever, he's probably gonna leave and just call it a day, whatever. He ends up grabbing another kitchen knife, right? And Zia ends up walking towards my mom. Me not really thinking nothing of it. I didn't hear really much of it. And he and he grabs the knife and he points it towards his throat. He's like, this is going to end here. I'm like, what the fuck? I only caught that part, right? And the next thing you know is just yelling and screaming. And I come out, I rush just straight, just go towards him, right? Keep in mind, I'm 13, I'm 13 at the time. I only weigh about a hundred on a hundred pounds. I'm like five, two. I'm a, I'm a small ass kid. So I jump on him, you know, start swinging, doing whatever I can to get her off, get him off my mom. You know, at the same time, he's still swinging the knife around, whatever, you know, you start seeing blood all over the place. Next thing you know, he turns around and he faces me and he's like, oh shit, here we go. Right. He charges at me. Of course, he tackles me. He's on top of me now at this point here. Uh, I don't feel it, but he ends up like, you know, gushing my 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 face right here. This big one. That was the first one. He gets me right here and then he gets me right here. And next thing you know, like my mom jumps on him and he gets off of me. I get up at that point there. I'm just covered in blood. Like, what is this really happening? Like, is this? It, it was just like a horror horror movie. Like I just couldn't believe it, but it was like really happening. You know what I mean? At the same time, like my older sister grabs all the all the siblings and they just run out, run out of this, run out of the house. I'm going like back and forth. Like I I'm looking around, like trying to see what I can grab as a weapon. I grab a baby swing, and I just throw it on top of him. That kind of gives him like a gives us like a cup couple second window and I tell my mom, Hey, run out the front door. I go out the back door. Um, he runs after her. When I go out the front door, I'm just out there just yelling, you know, just pleading for help. Like, Hey, somebody call 911, you know, try to get somebody's attention. Cause mind you, this is like nine o'clock It's dark out. We don't really have any phones to call anybody. I mean, we had phones, but he kind of pulled them throughout the argument throughout that he, he pulled the landlines so we couldn't call anybody. So I'm out there just yelling for help. My sister runs over to the uh, neighbor's house, banging on their door, um, asking to come in and whatnot or call 911 or something. So I run back in the house. Of course, I don't see nobody. So I run out the front door. And then I see I see him grab my mom by the hair and just go across the street. At that point there, I'm like, I can't take this dude. This he was like 200 pounds. Like I can't, I can't do anything. Like, so I'm, I'm just pleading for him to stop, you know, just like, you know, please like, just let her go, let her go. Eventually he does. He lets her go and he starts running towards me. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is it. I'm done. Luckily he just passes right by me, gets in a car. I'm like, all right, cool. You're gone that point my mom's running across the street you know we 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 greet each other like you know she's scared i shit lists off her mind i'm scared too um you know thinking this is gonna be it like this is how we go like that's it we're done thinking i was gonna you know just 
run out of blood. Um, so he ends up, you know, getting in the car and he just slams the, the, the gas and just across the street, we had a big ass fence and uh, over that fence we had, um, it was like a trailer park home, um, community. So he just boom slams right into that, into that fence. I guess he was like trying to take himself out or some shit like that. So he like, at that point there, I just, you know, I run in, uh, uh, we're kind of looking around and we see that our siblings are in the um, neighbor's house. So we go to the neighbor's house and we, you know, we reunite with everybody. Um, and then the neighbor sees me and they're like freaking out. They're like, oh my God. Because again, my face is split in, you know, split in half. This guy right here, the, this, this this top one here, it's also split in half. It's like you can see my skull. You can see the insides of my face. So they're like pleading me to go inside their house. And I'm like, no, I'm covered in blood. I'm not going inside. They're like, get inside. I'm like, no, I'm covered in blood. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, dude's gone. Like, whatever. Like, call the ambulance. Get, you know, I'll, I'll go to the hospital, whatever. They're like, get inside. So I go inside. And then that's where I'm looking around and I see, I see down the hall, I see the bathroom. I go straight to the bathroom within like 30 seconds. The whole bathroom is just covered in blood. Like what? I look at myself in the mirror and I see that, you know, see my skull. I see everything like inside my, my head. I'm like freaking out, but also trying to stay calm because, you know, my siblings are there and, and, you know, trying to, essentially be the man of the house, you know, trying to make sure that they're, everything's going to be okay. Um, you know, it's over pretty much. So, you know, thankfully the, the ambulance got there, the fire, you know, and the police got there. They took me to the hospital. They took my mom to the hospital. They took my siblings uh, to a foster care. So, at this point here, I'm in the hospital for, I'd say about three days or so, you know, just wrapped around, just gauze all over my head, a hundred plus stitches. Um, so, you know, finally get released. Social worker comes in. She's like, Hey, you're not going home. You got to come with me. I'm like, where am I going? She's like, you're going with your siblings, but you're not going to see your mom for a minute what um so my mom was also released she ends up going with her sisters at that point there i'm at, i'm i'm in we're in foster care the reason why we're in foster care is because of the fact that this has happened before and the state saw that as my mom put us in danger so they essentially took custody of us from her so you know, thankfully I have, you know, I have a great family. So my uncle, you know, fought, he's, he had to take classes. He, you know, fought for us and eventually he got us out of there, right. Where he can take custody for us for the moment. until my mom goes through her process and, and getting custody back. So at that point there, you know, we're, we're all like five of us living in, in, you know, three bedroom house. And that's just us, not including my, my 
aunt, my uncle, and his kids, right? So it's a, it's a packed house. But at that point, you know, finally my mom got custody of us. Um, she ends up moving down to L.A. All my siblings left. I decided to stay for two reasons. A, um, I was still bitter at my mom for what she had put us through. And second reason is just I was more comfortable here in the Bay Area versus going down south. I had all my 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 cousins who were all guys. You know, I had someone to look after or look up to, I mean. Um, so, yeah, I mean, now everyone's, you know, living in L.A. I'm living up here. I grew up, you know, out here with with my uncle and, and my and my older cousins, you know, until from like 13 all the way to 21. So I just, you know, moved out and, you know, became on my own. And so, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's kind of what I went through. And, you know, till this day, I mean, I, I, I've, I've forgiven my mom, you know, I've, I've, I've forgave her at the end of the day. That's my mom. That's, that's who brought me in this world. You know, I, I, I get along with her fine, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she put us in danger at the time, but you know, we're here. I'm, I'm here. My siblings are safe. I'm safe. I'm living. I'm breathing. I'm, you know, I can see, I can, you know, I can smell, I can taste, I can, you know, like I can walk, I can feel things, you know, I'm grateful for that. So yeah, man, you know, that's, that's kind of what I went through. And, and like I said, till this day, you know, it, it still lightweight haunts me, you know, like I sometimes, you know, have nightmares again. I don't really think much of it, but you know, I, 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 from time to time, just have those off days where I feel kind of a little depressed, you know, have the, the have anxiety at times, you know, we're just like very anxious just whether it's just, I don't know, we're out of the blue, but, you know, luckily I've, I've, I've learned how to, how to deal with it and how to kind of overcome those, those feelings. So, you know, it's 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 been it's been an ordeal it's been it's been a whirlwind of, of what i've what i've gone through but you know at this at the same time it's also made me a, a stronger individual a stronger person um you know and i've grown a lot from it you know i'm i'm, I'm grateful every single day you know um that i'm able to see the world you know so that's 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 my story right there you know and 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 I just wanted to share with with everyone that every, either, either, even though we go through some shit, um, at the end of the day, it could have been worse, right? It could have been worse, and and we got to be grateful that we still that we're still here, and that we that we have loved ones, you know, we have friends, we have family, you know, that care for you, and they're always going to be there no matter what. So. Yeah, man, that's 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 what I wanted to share and with you guys and everyone, you know, that listens to this. Yeah, that that you know, like you you mentioned, you know, it sounds like from a movie, right? Yep. Like you you can't believe uh, you know things happen, but things like that happen, you know, in the world. But you know, just for me, from hearing this story, I'm, I'm like you you said, man. I mean, like. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy, you know, that, that everything was taken care of. And it was just, you know, like you said, a traumatic experience. Cause 
And that has, you know, like you've mentioned, it has affected you growing up. And I'm sure, you know, you had a lot of questions. I'm, I'm sure it must be tough because, like you mentioned, this all happened and you weren't even, what, 14, 15 years old. You, you were still a kid. And I feel like it probably made you grow up quicker than, you know, you should have, you know, because now you're worrying about, you know, I don't have my mom, my dad, you know, you know, that moment you're living in. You, I'm sure you had that uncertainty, like, where am I going to go? Like, we're in foster care. Like, are we going to get split up? Like, I'm sure that all went through your head when at that time we should be worrying about, like, man, you know, like, I wonder what's my toy going to be for Christmas. I can't wait to play with my friends. So I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, like you said, it affected you, but it made you stronger. I mean, it made you the man you are today. You know, I'm sure I'm sure of that. And, you know, like like you mentioned at the beginning, I enjoy hearing other people's stories because sometimes we tend, we obviously we all feel like, you know, this is my world. No one knows what I go through or feels and they will never understand me. But when you hear other people's stories, one common thing is we all have our struggles and we all, you know, every day, some days are tough, you know, some days are tough to go to work, hang out with friends, be normal. Cause you, this right here, it controls everything, your emotions, but when you hear someone else, their story, you're like, wow, you know, I'm grateful, you know, for, for the things I have. And I'm grateful that, you know, I'm not alone in this. And that's, and then that's why we do this. That's why we talk about these tough things because I'm sure for you it's very tough to speak about this. And it might be, you know, scary because you're like, I don't know who, where is it going to go? But the first time that we did it, what I found a lot, and you might see this, is just people reaching out. I mean, like, man, you know, thank you. Like, I appreciate this. Like, you don't know how much this meant to me. And that's our whole point about this. Yeah, most definitely. You know, that it's, 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 it's crazy because it's like you never know what people are going through. You, That's why I'm always kind you know I'm, I'm never a dick to anybody i'm never judging anybody because you don't know what that person went through you don't know what that person is feeling right there's 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 those assholes that like to talk shit to like people that are you know waiters or like you know that work in the customer service role and then they just want to fucking be dicks and just and just talk shit to people just because they're mad and they're angry but you don't know what that person's gone through you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what that person is thinking, you know, like that's why like my message to everyone is just be kind, you know, be aware of humanity, of, of human feelings. Like, you know, people go through stuff and you being an asshole, you being a dick to that person is not going to make it better. You know, um, mental health is is a serious serious thing and who knows like what if you know what if that person is just not not enjoying life anymore and just doesn't want to be in this world you know you just you don't know that like because you were being a dick to him now that person's gonna go do something that we would never want them to do you know what I mean so that's that's what I want to get across to everybody is just be kind and be courteous and, and just be aware of what you say and how you say it, because you just never know. Yeah. Um, 
fucking uh yes yeah, that's one of the biggest things that i had to work on because cause in high school i was like a fucking thing i didn't really care about how any how i would say things and uh i would just say things whatever would come to mind i'd just say it and i would i would uh i wouldn't think before i spoke and now that i'm older i'm like oh, i realize like oh shit people have feelings you know people People, uh, I don't know what that person's going through, and I'm over here being a dick. Like that's not cool, and that's something that I that uh, my girl's been has helped me in these past ten years, like in my life. Like, hey, like you got to think about what you say because you know you, you're gonna hurt their feelings, and you you don't know, you don't know what they're gonna. You might encourage them to do something, and then right. later on you find out that they you know maybe they suicide or something. You know, you, you never know, and you don't want to be the reason why that why that person did that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I agree with you because I myself, you know, was kind of a dick or a dick, you know, growing up in high school, too, because I was essentially not mad at the world, but I was just angry. You know, I had a lot of anger of what, what I've been through, you know, and essentially not blaming anybody, but just taking it out on anybody. But now that I'm older and kind of realizing, like, you know, after you know, I recently went, you know, started, um, not re- started to get back into it, but I did, you know, did some sessions, you know, some therapy sessions and, you know, kind of opened, you know, opened my eyes a little, you know, kind of like of, of what, how to handle things and how to go through things. And so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely an eye opener of, of what I've been through. Um, and now where I was and how I grew up and, and where I am now. You know, I'm starting to kind of see see everything um, in a different perspective, more mature than not giving a not giving a shit. You know, not giving a fuck about whatever people think. Now I actually do. You know, I actually do think about what people think as far as not judging me, but me judging them. You know, because I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not here to put anybody down. That's uh-uh. That's that's no longer me. I feel. What like are some that. tools you you use when when you're having those off days? You know, kind of coming from experience. You know, when it's not when it's happening to somebody else, and you see them, and you just tell, oh, you know, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. But when you're in that mindset, when you're just like, man, like I just can't get out of this feeling, and there, I see no hope. Like it feels like the walls are like, I have no escape. What do you use to get out of that? Or, or what, what, what do you reassure yourself? Do you meditate? Do you just say positive affirmations? What do you do? Positive affirmation is one of the biggest things that I use. Um, you know, I, I, I count my blessings, you know, I, I, I'm grateful for the little things, right. Grateful for the friends that I have, you know, the, the girl that's in my life, you know, my girlfriend, you know, the, the place that I live in, you know, the clothes that I have, you know, the job that I have. Um, that's that's usually what, you know, kind of gets me out of that zone, you know, like looking around and just look, I have that, you know, I have money to buy this, I have money to buy that, you know. Uh, those little things is kind of what, you know, what keeps me motivated and, and and being surrounded just by positive people, man. I I, I couldn't be grateful for the friends that I have, man, I can, you know, uh, having them in my life is, is great, you know, because we all grew up together and, and 
we kind of see, you know, we saw ourselves changing and, and, and adapting to it. So that's, that's one of my biggest things is just always think positive. You know, um, a lot of the times is, is how we get there in that, you know, that state of mind and that depression is because you're, you're thinking negatively, right. You're, you're keeping, you're keeping those negative thoughts in your head and you're, and, and to go around that or get away from that is, is think positive, right. Um, be grateful for the little things that you have around you. Um, I still have, you know, I, I still have my siblings. I still have my mom, you know, even though she's hundreds of miles away, I can still, you know, call her and, and you know, talk to her or whatever, you know. Um, so that's, that's, that's kind of what I do is, is I always just think positive of, of, you know, count my blessings is, is the way I kind of, kind of cope with, with my, my depression. Um, I got a question for you. Um, cause I, cause I know in like, um, being Latino and like, um, what made you, cause being Latino man, like you want, you're, we're a lot, like a lot of that macho mentality. Right. And when we hear therapy, you're like, oh, fuck that. You know, therapies for like people that are crazy or like, I don't need that shit. Like what, what made you like decide like, all right, like, I'm gonna go to therapy and give it a try. Cause there's a lot of people that are against that. Um, so when I first when I first encountered this here when I was 13, they kind of, they, they kind of forced me to go to therapy. And again, I had that same state of mind. Like, no, I'm not, I don't need therapy. Like I'm fine. You know, like I don't need to go here. Um, so that right there kind of opened the doors of, of how to speak to a professional of my feelings. Right. And I, I, I did that for a good, like three, three, four months um on a weekly basis and that kind of kind of gave me the the comfort to be able to speak to a professional of what my feelings are and, and how what I'm, what I'm going through so i've always wanted to keep it do like keep keep doing it um as of you know as maybe a, like pre covid you know pre covid i always always wanted to do it um just to kind of just to kind of feel free in a way, you know, even though I, you know, even though I'm happy, even though, you know, I still have, you know, wonderful people around me, you know, that care about me and that, you know, love me. Um, There's, there's that, it's just, it's just when you're speaking and, and you're, you're speaking your feelings, there's that sense of relief that you get. Um, And, and, and it's it's crazy because they go, th- you know, you, the professionals they they go through, you know, s- school and all that stuff, and they actually really know what to say and how to say it, versus like me going to my friend and you know and 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 talking about my feelings, like not that they're not saying what I want to hear, but it's just better when you're speaking to someone that has gone to school for this is educated themselves on these type of emotions and feelings. And it, it, it's, it's a huge relief when you, when you're talking to somebody, um, you know, they, they, they told me picture yourself, your, your mind as a, a plastic garbage bag, right? you keep stuffing it with garbage, eventually it's going to rip open. 
right? And when that when that rips open, you just got trash all over the place, right? It's not an easy cleanup. Versus if I'm sharing my thoughts, I'm sharing my feelings, it's it's never going to bottle up. So me doing it the first time around when I was young made me feel comfortable now at my age to continue to do it and continue to go out there and, 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 and share my feelings essentially. But it's, it's, it's a huge relief to do it, to be honest. And yeah. I do recommend, you know, if, if you're feeling some type of way um, and, and yes, you know, like I said, you have your, you have your loved ones that you can talk to, but it's, it's, it's more of a relief when you talk to a professional and I do recommend it, you know, seek, you know, seek somebody, you know, seek, seek a professional consultant about that. And, and trust me, it would make you feel a hundred times better for sure. Yeah. I mean, and another thing to mention too is just they don't have a bias towards you as well because you know like you said friends family you talk to them but to a point they care about you and then sometimes they will say things to make you feel better to encourage you therapists are like they're pros and they ask you questions to also challenge the way you're thinking and that's helpful because sometimes we want to hear it from someone that has no t- attaches to us um, and then, you know, and, and wants to challenge our, our minds, you know, to think outside of, of the box. And, and then like you, that analogy you brought up, you know, I really like that one, you know, the garbage bag, you know, cause I'm like that too. I, I, I keep a lot of things to myself. Like I'll still have conversations. I'll hang out with my friends. I'll be at the dinner table with my family and they have no idea I'm going through it. And I just keep it, I keep it, I keep it. And then once I am, I do talk to my girlfriend. She's been a big help throughout this. Or my mom, I, I tell her this is what I'm going through. Once I let it out, it feels like, like it just, everything goes away. But, you know, back to the thing, you know, I feel now, especially Latino males, I think we're all pretty open about this now. As maybe 10 years ago, when we're in high school. We bring this up, like in the so- when we're in the soccer team, like, hey, bro, you know, I get a lot of anxiety. Man, stop being a girl, you know, like, right. what up? Yeah. Now I feel like it's more accepted. And, and definitely the group of friends I have, we, we all get together. We all talk about our stuff, our lives, our feelings. No shame. We're there. We might, you know, <laughs> start, you know, talking shit, but it's all love at the end of the day. And we all listen to what we got to say. And it's, it's beautiful, like, how we all got things going on. It could be as little as work, life, family, but everything, everyone has something going on. And it's just what we all want to get to a point is, like you're saying, if you need it, go seek help. If you're intimidated by that, start talking to someone, a friend, family, you know, get that conversation going out there of how you're feeling. Cause we don't want it to get to a point where you don't talk about it. And, you know, we don't want to see that 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 sad story, you know. And I've always said I'm open. My DMs are open. You can send me a DM, whatever, wherever. If you just want to talk to me, you know, I'm I'm all ears because I definitely know how tough it could be when 
you feel alone and you feel like there's nowhere you can go. Absolutely. And, and even if, you know, even if you're not fully on depressed or, you know, you know, have full on anxiety, um, it's still great to just to talk to somebody, you know? Um, and like you said, it's, it's, it's totally unbiased, you know, when you're talking to a loved one, they're going to want to comfort you, you know, because they love you, right? They want to make you feel better versus, you know, going to a professional, they're going to kind of tell you the, otherwise, right? They're not going to tell you like in a harsh way, yeah. but they're going to tell you how it should be. And you know, like I said, you don't really have to be full on depressed or, you know, going through shit, just, just go and have a few sessions, you know, have a couple, you know, we've all, we're, we're all going through a pandemic where we don't really get to go out as much. We don't really get to socialize as much. Right. It could be hard on people, you know, especially those people that like to socialize, you know, go talk to somebody and, you know, just have a, a couple sessions, you know, trust me, that's going to make you feel so much better. You know, it's going to make you, like you said, in that weight off of your shoulders is just going to go because you've, you've, you've spoken your mind, you've, you've spoken your feelings and trust me, there's no better feeling than that. When you get to speak your feelings, you just feel so relieved. You feel like you can get a good night's rest, you know? Um, so yeah, I would definitely, you know, go do it, go do it. Yeah. Like, like I just recently started and then, you know, it, yeah, it feels good. It just feels good to, have, you know, just it's once a week for me. And it just feels good just just to like be like, this is what's going on. This is what went in my week. Mm-hmm. And this is how I felt. And then, you know, this is how I handled it. This is how I couldn't handle it. And just, you know, giving me the task, what I need to do. Okay, when this happens again, maybe you should react this way. Think, think about the times you were able to overcome it. So it, it is helpful. And, you know, so, you know, it's out there and there's a lot of resources that helps you out with it. And, you know, don't feel that, man, I don't know if I can afford it or anything. You know, there, there, there's different things. There's, you know, numbers you can call too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then been very flexible during this pandemic. You can do it online. I personally like person to person. I feel like mm-hmm. it's better. But even though, you know, there, there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah. You know, don't don't feel that there there is no, there's nothing that that basically like like there's no way of, of finding help like there's help out there. Oh yeah, definitely. And like you said, I mean, um, now now most most uh, insurances, you know, for your, for your for your job cover that, especially right now with the pandemic, you know, um, and now that it's more out there as far as mental health goes. Um, you know, it's, 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 there's definitely resources out there that you can reach out to. The other day I was watching, I was watching a game and, and there's a California helpline for, for the people that are going through it with, because of the pandemic, you know? Um, and I thought it was cool to see. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely out there. So, you know, whatever you can find, go for it. Yeah. Like I've seen like a lot of companies too, like they're, they've, they even like, now you can ask for PTO. You can now like ask for like a mental health day. Oh I was surprised by that, but yeah. it's cool. And that's, what's one thing too, I would definitely recommend, you know, um, is, is take, 
you know, take that extra day, take your three day weekend. You know what I mean? Um, every, every so often, you know, maybe take, so what, what I usually like to do is I sometimes just take a whole week off of work and just have it to myself. Like the other day, like, um, a few months ago, I just, I did one of those without telling my girl. And she's like, why didn't you tell me <laughs> like we could have gone somewhere. I'm like, I just, I just wanted to just a me, a me week, you know, like just whatever, like not have to worry about work not have to worry about being somewhere, just waking up and what can I do today? And it's like, it's so such a relief to like have those days and have, or have those weeks. I would, I would so recommend doing that. Just, just take a week to yourself, you know, like if you're going, especially if you're like some work can get stressful at times, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I typically do is just, you know, get a week off and just take it to myself. Yes. Yeah, I've seen, uh, like I have a buddy of mine that, uh, he, uh, like on the weekends, he'll like, well, I don't know if he still does, but when I used to work with him, he would just, he would delete Slack and Slack is just an application where like yeah. you communicate with your other coworkers on different channels mm-hmm. and he would delete Slack just so he could escape that stress from work. He's like, fuck that. You, I'll see you guys Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, whatever, whatever helps you just escape, do it. You know, we all have hobbies. We all have, you know, little things that we can do. And that's, that's great. Pick up a hobby, like get your, you know, get your mind on something else other than your mind. Mm, I like that. You know? Yeah. During uh, like this time that I'm trying to, uh, so I got back into Legos. I got to buy, uh, I want every guys to see them. I've been building them. Uh, they're expensive but it, like i said it does you know i've been i just get sucked into it the two three hours that i spend you know i build, I build a big star wars one i got a batmobile and i got all these helmets it's great you know it's great like yeah i like to exercise and that's good too i recommend exercising too definitely helps you out but this is good i think for my mind it works well for me because i just get like i gotta finish this like i gotta you know and I, it's something as a kid i love to do and now it's becoming another another dent to the pocket, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, whatever makes you happy, you know, and especially like when you're building, because I also like to build stuff. But it's like once you build it, you're like, oh, I made that, you know, you, yeah. you're proud of yourself, right? You're just like, all right, cool. Like I accomplished something, you know, it's very minor, but at the same time, it's 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 very relieving that you created something. Yeah, I mean, there's no better feeling. Like, you see it and you're like, man, you know, I did that. But, right. could, you know, drawing, it could be my friend picked up reading books, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it could be anything you're into, you know, yep. it doesn't matter. But as long as, you know, it helps you out. And that, that's what's important. Definitely. Yeah. Shit's crazy, man. <laughs> You throw that shit's crazy when it gets that awkward silence, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, yeah, it's just I just I just think it's crazy, you know how the you know how strong the mind is, and back to the mental health thing, the mind is a muscle, so you know how we work out the biceps, all that. Like you, you got to put in the work too for the mind, because 
Like when you let your mind control you and you get sucked into the negative, it's just easy to just be like, and you know, it is what I'm, that's what I am. Like, I'm just a negative person, but it takes practice. You know, it's not going to be overnight. You got to put in, you know, if you were training for a marathon, you run those miles, you got to put in, you know, when you're feeling horrible and you're feeling like doing anything, for example, that's when you push yourself. Like, you know what? I'm not going to let this, I'm going to go, go out. I'm going to just walk around. I'm going to do this, do that. Because then your mind starts thinking, okay, when I feel horrible, when I feel depressed, or when I feel anxious, I can still go out and live my life and not be a prisoner of my mind. Mm-hmm. That's lately what I, I've been trying to work on. Because from sometimes when it's bad, I'm like, I just want to go lay down and just just lay down and just be there sad. But, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm still, you know, I've been working on just being like, or I'm feeling like this. I'm going to just go walk around. I'm, I'm going to go play with my dog. I'm going to go exercise. And eventually your mind is like, all right, like th- this, you know, we're comfortable in the uncomfortable. Definitely. And and at the same time, it could be also be a, a trickle down effect, right? It, it affects you, but it also affects the people around you, right? Because you're anti, you know, I just want to hang, you know, do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. And just like, all right, cool. Uh, what what about me you know like right. you know, I, have, I have you know I have a, I have a girl you know and just like I don't want to just sit around and just lay in bed you know what I mean because then she's gonna be like all right cool like I'm gonna go find someone else you know what I mean like I'm gonna go do something with someone else it's just like no it's like at the same time you gotta you know you gotta like you said just go out there and just you know go live life you know go do something be happy you know um but yeah, that's it's, it's kind of definitely definitely something to you know think about and 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 grow from for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all a struggle and it's all work. Um, but I mean, I mean, like I said, this story, your story, you know, it's an incredible story, and and I feel. You know, thank you for sharing. I know it probably was probably hard, a little nerve wracking, but probably takes I'm you back. You this. It, it, it sounded smooth. You sounded like a professional, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, power to you, man. And, you know, you definitely, you know, you got a friend in me now and anything you need, you know, I'm, I'm right here for you. And, you know, but thank you for sharing this and for the people, you know, that are hearing this, you know. You know, hopefully they take something out of it. Hope. I like, you know, to be, you know, like you said, positivity, just hope, you know, to the hopeless, hopeless people out there. There's hope, you know, no matter your story, no story is, is better or worse. Everyone's story is important to them, but just have hope, seek help. And, you know, we, we can all, you know, help out everyone together, you know, being kind and, and being compassionate to one another. Yeah, man, most definitely, you know, and and thanks, you know, again for for having me and and being able to, you know, give me the opportunity to share, um, you know, if it's it's definitely you know something I've done before and actually in in, in a in a public atmosphere, um, I've definitely sh- uh, you know shared this story before, um, so you know I've 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 done it, you know, and and actually got invited to a, um, I think this was like when I was in my early twenties, I got invited to a domestic violence 
I don't know, I guess you can call it like a, a, a retreat or something like that, yeah. or, you know? Um, so I was able to share my story with, with the other domestic violence victims, um, you know, and, and even though like I've gone through that, it's gone through this, you know, there's other people out there that have gone through even more worse shit that I've gone through, you know? Um, and that's why I kind of keep, keep saying like, be kind, be kind to one another because you don't ever know what that person is going through, what that person has gone through. So, you know, thank again. Thank you guys again for, 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 allowing me to share and having me on here for sure. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing and for your time, man. Cause I mean, you know, you could have been watching the does, but you're here with us sharing your story. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime you ever want to come back and we'll just, we'll just, you could be our, you know, we can do a sports one on the warriors. Like I said, I don't really follow basketball like that, but you know, you can keep us updated, but yeah, you're more than welcome to come. Definitely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for or, thanks for having me for or, sure. Forty uh, ers rumors transfer. Yeah, yeah. have you on that? Yeah, <laughs> let's let's go on to that topic. What are you guys? What are you guys thinking? What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Predictions for the off season? For me, we definitely gotta definitely gotta trade Jimmy. Open up that cap space because we gotta we gotta pay Bosa and Debo. That's number one priority. That's what we gotta do. Uh, I was looking today on Twitter. There's ways of restructuring some of our contracts that we already have to open up 30 million plus whatever. If we trade Jimmy, that's another 25, 27 million. And, you know, signing players that we got to sign and trying to find, you know, trying to find that, that rusher opposite of Bosa. I feel like that's important because our D line is, I feel like anyone we bring in, they always do good. Like this season, Arden Key, all DJ Jones, all of them. They, it doesn't matter who's there, but if we can get like a Chandler Jones, Von Miller on the other side, doesn't matter. You know how other. I mean, I think our whole team. I think we have a good team, and and I feel like the only thing that held us back this year was Jimmy. I feel. Because any team we played against, they knew all we got to do is stack the box. Jimmy's not going to beat us over the top. Made their job easier. Yes, we were able, I feel like Kyle was able to scheme some things to, you know, have some people open or work with Jimmy's limitations of, of what he has. And I feel now that if Trey Lance is the starter, if he has that threat to run, it's going to open up our run game even more. And I feel like our run games is going to be even better. Plus the threat of, you know, he hitting, hitting us over the top. So I feel like that, and that should be the priority. Yeah. that definitely should be the priority. Yeah. I've been, I've been seeing a lot of articles here and there, you know, of what we can get for Jimmy. Uh, a few that came up is, is the commanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the commanders uh, giving up their 11th overall, which would be nice. Right. Because at that point we can get a solid corner, we can get a solid, uh, you know, opposite of Bosa at the end. Um, but uh, another, you know, I don't, I don't think that's that's, you know, it's more of a pipe dream than than actually being for real. It's more uh, of putting his value up, I'm right? Because sure. they said an NFL exec that could be John Lynch. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the biggest reasons why that rumor came about is the fact that this draft is not quarterback heavy like it was last year. 
So at this point here, just like, okay, what could we, what could we do now to get something good? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Another one too, that came up was, is, is Pittsburgh and, and kind of also threw me off is Tennessee. Them also giving up their first rounder for Jimmy, which would be nice because we, I believe right now we have nine picks uh, for the draft. I think we have 12 because we got some picks for McDaniel. Okay. Okay. He, cool. uh, he's a, uh, well, he's a, uh, he, I guess he's a black. We yeah. get a compensatory pick. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. We'll take that. Uh, so it's 12 picks, but we don't pick till, I think we have a second round pick. Like we that. have a 61 overall. Yeah. is our first pick. Yeah. But so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, we do have a lot of free agents that are, are, you know, possibly moving on. DJ Jones is one of them, which, you know, it would be a huge loss if we lose him. Uh, Jaquaski and and I think Jimmy also are free Jimmy agents. Ward's still, Jimmy Ward's still under contract. He's still under contract. What about K1? I think that's another K1, one. He's the one that he's a free agent. Right. So that's. That's a huge, you know, piece to the puzzle right there, them two. Um, but, you know, as far as the Train Lance era, you know, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I know there's going to be some growing pains. I know there's going to be some games where it's like, we should have just kept Jimmy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're, but at the same time, you know, he's a sophomore. He doesn't, he hasn't really played any games. And he only played 18, you know, collegiate games. So, you know, there's going to be some growing pains there, you know, but yeah, as long as we can get some, somebody solid on the opposite of Bosa, we can keep that defense, you know, stacked up. I think we'll be okay. You know, um, let's pay, uh, let's pay Debo. Let's pay uh, Nick. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for next, next, next year. You know, um, it was, it was bitter, bitter. It's a bitter loss for sure. And, to be honest with you, I wasn't really happy to watch the Super Bowl. I just because yeah, yeah. I, I kept having that thought in my head, like that should have been us. Yeah. It, it would have you know? been us. Yeah, it would have been us. It, it should have been us. Yeah, but although the halftime, you know, show was was lit as fuck. But um, yeah, man, I'm 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 excited to see what what Trey Lance has uh, in store for us. And every game he's played, he's improved. I mean, I I, I was there against Seattle. Um, I wasn't there that last game, but he, he's improved and he just has that belief in himself, I feel. And like you said, I mean, we he could still improve more because he's he's only played quarterback that one season in college and one in high school. So he could even be better. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like this team, this team is set up to, now. first of all, first of all, the NFC is wide open now. Yeah. Because the Rams... Sh- you know, there's a rumors that McVay might just walk and go do Monday Night Football. I've Aaron Donald said he might retire. Seattle is garbage now, especially if Russell leaves. Kyler and the Rams Murray. are having trouble with Murray. Yeah. yeah, and you got Green Bay. You don't know what's going Green on Bay, with Rodgers. Tampa Bay, they don't have Brady anymore. Yeah, so man, I, it's, it's essentially up for grabs. You know, thank, thankfully we're not in the AFC, you know, where we got to face Josh yeah. Allen or Patrick or – Burrow, you know, or even Jackson, you know, you just there's there's they're stacked on that side. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's pretty much up for grabs. And you know, like I feel like our team is like, oh, we have 
that nucleus is just solid. And I mean, obviously we're biased, we're Niners fans, but I just feel like I don't see a drop off if if because if Jimmy all he was doing was handing off dink and dunks, I'm sure Trey Lance can do that. Oh, definitely. A little bit more upside. Yeah. I mean, he's easy you now. He's got that that scramble and run, you know, where we can pick up those two or three yards for a first down and keep the drive going, you know. Um, that's what we're missing, you know, with Jimmy. Like he was, you know, if it would be, you know, three yards to go and it's like you can't get that first down. Like if we would have gotten that first down, like who knows? Like, you know, it could have been a different outcome for, for different situations and games, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 I can't wait. I it's just gonna be a long off season for sure. Did I keep telling my girl, like, fuck, I want football to come back already. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I was, I've been getting more and more invested, and I'm just like, shit, like, it's too much of a weight. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like, I, 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 I love the Super Bowl. I love watching the Super Bowl. But it's always like, you know, it's the last game of football season, and I just got to wait another, like, what, five, six months for it to come back. I felt like the game two wasn't even that good. I mean, I, maybe I'm just salty, but I don't think it was. Yeah, there, no, was, I agree with you. there was one it point where, like a, where nobody scored. Yeah, like I was on my phone. Like, I, like I said, I was salty, but I didn't feel like. I mean, last year's at least you know it was Brady and they were you know dominating the the Chiefs and that, and you know and then the one before obviously for us we were invested because. That one hurt. Yeah. This one just felt like it was just a regular Sunday night game or something. Yeah, same. Yeah, I agree with you on that one there. There's also another rumor that I also wanted to bring up um, yeah. and get you guys' thoughts on this here. What if uh, – because essentially Brady has never said the R yeah. word, right? I don't know if you guys heard that. Mm-hmm. But – Trade for his rights. What if, you know, what if in a perfect world, you know, we ended up – you know, bringing him back home, you know, that's, that's, that would be beautiful scene to see, but I mean, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you guys think it's, it's possible or you guys? I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm just playing like, imagine, like just saying if, if, if that were to come become true, um, he would have to take a pay cut. He can't get cashed out because we're cashing out everybody else. Uh, that and would it be for a season or two? And um, I would want him to come for a season, actually retire here home, and Trey could take another year and learn from the goat. So for me, this this first of all, if he wanted to play with us, he can. I'm sure the Bucks. If he was like, you know, what, I want to play for the Niners, cut me. I'm sure they'll do it. He brought a Super Bowl to them. Like, what are they going to say? No, we're not going to cut you. Or like, they'll be like, at least Brady will be like, well, at least accept like a fifth or sixth for me or something like that. I'm sure the Bucks won't, they won't tell him no. Well, he only signed a two-year contract with them. They still hold his rights because he retired. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. They have, they, if he were to unretire, they still have his rights, so he would either have to be cut or traded. Okay. So, but I'm but back to it. I'm sure he would take the pay cut to play here. He's yeah. done it before. But that's the thing. I don't think he. I think he still holds a grudge because two years ago he wanted to come here. 
but we told them no we're gonna stick with jimmy did you see what happened there was uh, there was an article that came out that uh they he actually had an interview with shanahan i saw that and, yeah. and uh i forget what happened but uh i think shanahan was like oh you gotta do what well, you gotta do some plays or something like that and then break uh if i'm if i'm saying this wrong you could like Fill it, fill, mm-hmm. fill in the gaps, um, and then um, Brady was like, "Oh no!" But you know, uh, he brought up the the Falcons game, and I guess uh, Shanahan got butt hurt, and then he was like, "Nah, like I'm, you don't need Brady. We're sticking with Jimmy." And then Brady's like, "Oh, you know, I I look at K- Shanahan as insecure." Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Yeah, it was more of like uh, Shanahan putting Brady in a in a game situation, and and with. The, his response that's i think that's he Shanahan didn't like it and then that's when brady brought up the the falcon game but yeah it's that's 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 what i heard too so i don't i it's i i don't think because of that conversation i don't think brady would probably ever come here and again he also has a grudge that we didn't pick him when he was drafted you know cuz we picked some other random person over brady um Giovanni Carmazzi yeah some yeah so yeah I think I don't think it's it's it'll happen you know it would be lovely if it did because you know we have we have a solid squad you know um we have a solid offense I should say because we don't know what's going to happen with the defense mainly everyone's kind of you know one foot in one foot out because we don't know if they're bringing they're bringing them back yeah, I mean it's Brady. No matter what, he—I'm sure—he had an MVP season this season too. Yeah, still playing at a high level, and I'm um, knowing how Brady is. You don't think he would want to win it here? Like if he is in our team, we have him this year. We win. Shit, if we had Stafford, we win it. I yeah, think for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I agree with you on that one. There, if we had Stafford, for sure, we would. Uh... You think we would win? Well, with, do you think we would win with Cousins? I don't know. That's a if. That's a if he if he went. I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, Shanahan loves him. He does. But how much better? Like, what is Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I. I don't know. I'd probably take Carson Wentz over Cousins. You know. Oh, you, actually, not, talking about Wentz. My bad. But uh, so I heard that the Colts might might let him go. I heard that too. Which would be, I mean, if if we get him right, um, it would be a nice backup situation, right? Because it's like at that point there, it's like might as well go with Trey, you know, and see and let him learn, yeah, you know, throughout the season, versus putting Carson Wentz and hoping that he is back to his MVP self you know, that he had before he got injured, which the Colts hoped for that and it didn't happen, you know? So, I mean, it would be a nice fit as a backup, I would say. I don't think he'll come as a backup. I, I yeah. think backup we're looking for is going to be Tyrod Taylor, similar to Trey and solid or like a Teddy Bridgewater, something like that. Because, I'm, you know, if we stick with Trey, is is Trey's team. And then they have to have that confidence in him because if you're already you're bringing in someone that could be a starter, you know, then it tells them, you know, they're not as confident in me. So I feel like they need to tell him, you know what, this is your team. 
it's yours to lose. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, too, all these quarterback questions. But I feel back to the Jimmy thing, I feel like he won't – the Sean and Russell Wilson situation has to be – I feel like they'll get picked up first, and then whoever that team is that didn't get one of them and doesn't want to draft a, in the draft, they'll go with Jimmy. And a team might be desperate. They might throw, hey, you know what, first or a second. At this point, first, second, or third, I'll take. I, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 we also need somebody to help out uh, Boza and Armstead. Well, I mean, keep in mind, we you have Javon Kinlaw, right? I mean, we haven't really seen much of him because he's been injured his, you know, his, his previous two years. But we kind of we saw some glimpse with this pick six, right? um before he was kind of injured um so I, I i do have some hopes for for javon kinlaw i i feel like he is gonna you know live up to his potential as long as he can stay healthy um so as long as you know he plays through the whole season we should be solid in in you know in that aspect but yes you know we probably may have to get one if not solid, but a decent end, you know, like Von Miller, washed up Von Miller. I'll take washed up Von Miller, even though he's not washed up. I'm being an asshole for saying that. but Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think of it like this. Bosa is going to get, you know, the double team, triple team. Every time. We have like a Von Miller or Chadler Jones. They're going to eat that one, mm-hmm. just that one uh, tackle yeah. on them. And, you know, and then, and then, we, if Kinlaw does pan out with Armstead, both of them right there, like what can you do as an offensive line? Is, is you're gonna have to pick your poison, mm-hmm. and then you know, and and I felt like 2019 will, will worked out for our corners. Our corners, you know, were solid. I mean, we've never had a, a shutdown corner, but the quarterback had to take that ball out quick. That it, you know, it just the corners were just feasting on that, or they didn't have to cover for that long. Yep. And this season at the beginning, you know, we were getting cooked a lot. And then, uh, you know, I feel like D'Amico Ryans, he adjusted. He he, But it also affected us because the corners were playing so far back. But that's how Cooper Cup ate us. They just kept throwing 10-yard, like, comebacks on us. Because mm-hmm. we don't have that corner that could press. But maybe Ambry Thomas, you know, he did improve at the end of the season. I feel like he, he could be solid. And Mosley. I like Mosley. Yeah. We yeah. shall see what uh, yeah what John Lynch has in store for us. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I mean, it's still fun in the off season. Like I like watching football, but the rumors, the draft, like it goes by fast. And sooner or later, we're in training camp. It does. Dave. Yeah, I always say um, July is where where it starts, right? Because that's when training camp starts, and that's when you can kind of start following the team and and I don't know about you guys but I uh I I I watch like all the videos that they post on the uh on the app I don't know if you guys have the Niner app the 49er app like the brick by brick yeah yeah like those yeah like those ones yeah I watch them all I watch like I even watch like the freaking press conferences I watch those every week yeah every Yeah. yeah so you know it's just it's like 
just to kind of stick with them and and you know they're 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 my number one team for sure. So yeah, I'm always following them. And right now the odds for the for the Niners to win a Super Bowl next year is 14, 14, 14 one something like that. Fourteen one, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, have the fifth or fourth best odds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the pre power rankings came out too. They had us at six, I believe. It's it funny because it's like they had they had the Packers above us. Oh, shit. The hell? It's like how you gonna have the Packers yeah. above us? You don't even know if Rogers is gonna be there or not. I think they're just assuming he's still there. Yeah. Because I mean, once he leaves, that Packers seems garbage. I mean, mm-hmm. they yeah. don't have faith in Jordan Love. Yeah, and we don't know if if Devontae's staying there or not. That, you so, yeah, I mean, like I said, the NFC is up for grabs and it's ours for the taking of everything. No no injuries because once those injuries start, and, uh, it's downhill. For sure. For sure, yeah. So, Jaime, you, you wrapping this up or? Yes, nah, another hour. Not another hour, let's do it. <laughs> Talk about. Nah, I'm just playing. Nah, it's time to go. It's time to go, man. All right. Daniel, thank you again, bro. Taking time out of your night, fellas, um, for sure. Thank you guys for having me. It was, it's been a pleasure. This is fun. This is good times. Yeah, I told you, it's just like a, you're Facetiming somebody. It's, yeah, it's not, not, not. It's n- nervous at the few first few minutes, but after that, it's, it's nothing. For sure. But all right, Gio. Uh, good night, and uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Yeah, and again, thank you, Daniel. You know, appreciate everything you said today. Likewise, thank you guys. Deuce. You guys have a good one. Have a good night. Deuce. Deuce. Later.